Hello. Hey, y'all. We're back to the back to the back with another video. video, video. You know where that's from? That's from YouTube. Who did, who did that intro? Some YouTuber did that bro, intro. You used to watch her a lot, bro. Maya Prost. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, that's somebody's what? intro. Now she a mother and everything. Yeah. That's a cute intro. Yeah. So we're back. Um, yeah. Last week. Last week was good. We finally got Denard on, so that was really cool. That was the 24th episode, and it was processing grief. So um came right on time, definitely needed it, um, and we pray that you guys were encouraged by it as well. Um, and today is the 25th episode, halfway to 50. It's only going up from here. Like, that's just crazy. Halfway to 50 is crazy. 25. That's Man. crazy. But yeah, so today, we'll just jump right into it. Today's topic is obedience. Mm -hmm. And yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is about to be good. Um, Yeah, Camille had this idea and it was perfect because the Lord's been dealing with me with like being obedient as well. So excited to jump in. Okay, so we can first. I'm okay. Sorry, y'all. This mic just keeps moving and it's bothering me. Anyway, so we're gonna hop right into the definitions. So as we typically do, we start off with Google and then we go into the Hebrew, Greek, and then also bringing in what the Bible has to say. So Google's definition of obedience. Oh wait, before we do that, we have to do our own definition oh, of obedience. Usually Cheyenne says this stuff and she didn't say it so. Oh, sorry. You usually okay. So, what's obedience? I'll go first. Okay, (laughs) I don't want you to steal my answer. I already wrote mine down. So, if you say that, it's already written down. For the record, if she says what I'm going to say, I wrote this last night at eight thirty-one p.m. When I first thought of obedience, I thought of submission. Okay. (laughs) Don't elaborate. If I elaborate, no, 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 just don't elaborate. That's a one word to answer. That's great. Submission. (laughs) Mine would be almost uh, if we were describing what submission means. Because the when I first was thinking about this, I kind of skipped past it on our little sheet. And then as I was finishing my notes, I realized, oh my gosh, this is what obedience is. Basically, it's giving up control. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. but for the record, I did write my note down at last night, and she's just not saying this, so that's all I gotta say. Right. Go ahead and get into Google. Okay. So Google's definition is compliance with an order, request, or law, or submission to another's authority. That's good. Google got it right this time. Compliance with an order. I like that. Like you're compliant. Like you listen mm-hmm. and you do it. Yeah, you're not just hearing it. Right. You, it's it's action behind it. Right. So the Hebrew, um, just to get in, because we got a lot of good stuff. Yeah, we we can, can, we can, <laughs> um, the Hebrew in, um, oh, shoot, obedience in the Hebrew <laughs> is shema or shema, um, means to hear. Um, and it also means to obey and take action. And the website that I got that from said um, to hear to hear God is to obey God, and to obey God is to hear God. 
Mm. And that's so good. So obedience is hearing, not even just hearing, but listening, because there's a difference. You can hear somebody and not listen to what they're saying. But obedience is listening and being close to God. Obedience is really intimacy. Yeah. Because you only hear God and listen to him if intimacy. you're close with him. Didn't we, I think we already kind of discussed this. Anyway. <laughs> and then the Latin is obedir. Close enough. We literally, I, we went over we the, went the pronunciations. It's okay. It's all right. Um, and it says, which literally means um, listen to, but is used to mean pay attention to. So again, the difference between hearing and listening is shown. Hearing, you can just hear it, but when you listen to it, you pay attention to it and you do it. Yes. So yeah. I do want to kind of add, so to the Hebrew um, definition, when she was giving that commentary and it said like to hear God is to obey God and to obey God is to hear God. I know we always talk about how there's a difference between listening and hearing, but they're essentially saying when you hear it, you should be doing action. Like sometimes we wait, like, like it's like your hearing should be better. Like if you already heard God tell you to do something, bro, bro, like bro, it's not bro. even like, don't wait because a lot of, a lot of times I'm not going to get too much into this, but Hey, 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 hey. I just want to say this one little thing. I, there is a difference between hearing and listening, but this commentary says like, forget all of that. When you hear, you should automatically be listening. Like it's, it should, in this sense, it's synonymous. Like, although there are differences, there are little nuances, but they're basically saying when you hear God, you obey. And when you obey God, you're hearing God. So it should be the same thing as listening. When you listen, you're actively doing something. This commentary is saying when you hear, you should be actively doing something. That's all I have to say for that. We're going to dive a little bit deeper a little later on. Really? literally wrote. And I don't know where this note came from, so I didn't include it, but it was really good. I said, if we want God to guide us, we must follow what guidance we already have from Going deeper means obeying what he's already told me to do. So not just listening, but actually doing it instead of asking for him to give you another word. We're going to get into that waiting for, to get another word. Okay. But before we do all that, let's give the biblical definition. So obedience means hearing the word of God. Here we go with the hearing and acting on it. So it, again, it's something that requires some action. It's not just, oh... You said go and you don't move. Like it's, it's not like that. Obedience means hearing the word of God and acting on it. And it also means aligning our will to God's will, regardless of how we feel. Because we already know. Yeah. When I was reading different commentaries, it just said like aligning your will. But I'm thinking like, because sometimes I have to align my will, but I don't feel like it. And you don't act on your right. feelings. We you already talk about. Yeah. We already talked about feelings are deceptive and everything, but. Essentially, just keep following his will. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So, (laughs) diving a little bit deeper. So, we have kind of laid that foundation of what obedience means. Now, we're going to talk about the importance of obedience. I have three key points. So, the first point is obedience is love. And I got this from Grand Canyon University. They have, like, different articles. Yes! That's where she goes. I said that before so I'm like this looks so familiar I know yeah, I heard it somewhere yeah I think you have yeah they had a great um article about obedience and like what it really means so they were talking about how when you obey God let me just give the direct quote they said by obeying in all things even in the mundane 
um, mundane. mundane. Yeah, mundane, not mundane, mundane. You are showing God that you are willing and able to obey whatever he asks of you. And the scripture, yeah, like even in those little tasks, you think that they're small, but nothing's too small for God. Nothing. Um, and some scripture to kind of go with that is first John chapter five, verses two to three, which states, this is how we know that we love the children of God by loving God and carrying out his commands. It doesn't say loving God, but carrying out, like it doesn't contradict whatever was before. Yeah. It's not, or it's and, which means that you need to include what's in front of it. So loving God and carrying out his commandments. In fact, this is love for God to keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. That's the NIV version. His commandments are not burdensome. It's crazy. I was literally talking, what's today? Saturday? Mm -hmm. Thursday? I was talking to Kyra about this. Yesterday, I was talking to Jordan about this, bro. Like, People think it's so hard to live right for God. And it's really not. Like, his commandments are not burdensome. What he's asking you to do or calling you to do is not hard. You just don't want to do it. You just don't want to obey. You just don't want to submit. And that's just so crazy. Like, it's crazy we even have this platform, quote unquote, um, for me to say that because we were literally talking about that two days in a row. Like, it's not hard. You think it's a burden and you think it's hard because you don't want to do it. Like, you want to live how you want to live and then run to God after, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's it, bro. That's uh, it. You start? Like, go ahead. Aramel. Aramel. Aramel is crazy. I'm already taking Aramel is crazy, bro. Like, go ahead. But yeah, we were just talking about people living holy and like what that means. We were also just saying like how we only have a few people around us who actually live holy. Oh, like, yeah. and who actually know what it means to have a relationship with Christ. I can, the amount of people that I know for real are on my hands. I, bro, I literally I said only, that yesterday. like, I only can think of people on my hands. Like, and that's I'm not saying that we're Four not friends. People, bro. It's not saying we're it's not, not friends. Saying like, we're not I'm friends. still friends with you, but. It's the, not saying that at all. It's literally, I only can think bro. of less than five people. Le- literally less, less than, than five. five not even five. Less than five. Less than five. Yeah. Anyway, y'all. Four people, bro. (laughs) And I don't have to name them because you know who you are. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) And that's not to like call nobody out or nothing, but there's a standard, bro. And everybody thinks that Christianity is just like, oh, I just go to church. I do this. I mean, no, bro. There's a standard. The standard is holiness. And if you're not living holy, you come to church and shout on Sunday, but you're not living holy after you go smoke and drink and do whatever you want to do after. It doesn't even have to be that. It could just be you breaking another law in the Bible. But, like, you're not even trying to do better. Okay. That's it. There's a great Bible plan about habits of holiness. <laughs> I, I think it's good. called, like, habits of holiness. It's, it's really good. I'll send it to you. I, I think it's by um, Greg from Life Church. That Oh, oh Greg Rochelle. Yeah, yeah. Greg. 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 Oops, I was combining his first name and his last name. But anyway, love you, Pastor Craig. It's great. It's great. Okay. Um, the next point about obedience and why it's important is that obedience is worship. It's good. So um, as Christians, we know we are not saved by our works, but our faith without 
Oh my gosh, I'm like skipping over my words. Anyway, as Christians, we know that like our work alone does not save us because mm-hmm. faith without works is dead, which yeah. is stated in James chapter 2, verse 26. And this is from the same article. And they were saying how obeying God should be should not be a burden, but rather a joy, a That's way good. of worshiping him and growing yes. in your faith. Cheyenne just talked about like that intimacy. Mm-hmm. And it's not a burden, but like it's you're looking forward to the joy. And yeah. we're going to get... I mean, I'm, I'm not going to jump ahead because we're going to talk to a little bit about that joy piece. Yeah. But it's literally when you obey God, you're showing that you love him. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing that, that love transcends to joy and that just turns into worship. Like, I don't feel like doing it, but I'm going to do it, Lord. And it's like God sees that and he's like, I know how you really feel. And I know you're, you're trying. Like he sees you're trying. He sees your intent. And that's like just truly, am- I, don't, I don't know. I just Like God just feels amazed by that. Because it's like, wow, that that's really just showing like a, a way to worship him. It's just really just following um, and obeying his word. Yeah, that's good. Going back to obedience is love. I was just thinking about like um, how God says to like love, other, show our love for him by loving other people. Even your en- enemies. Even your enemies. So that obeying that verse is loving God. When you love other people, you're obeying God. Mm-hmm. And you're showing him that you love him. Yeah. And on top of that, that's like when when people are asking, like, if, I don't know. It was like either like the Pharisees or just people in general were asking Jesus, what are like the greatest commandments? Because mm-hmm. we are like we, we already know like the commandments that, that um, the Lord gave Moses. And mm-hmm. they were like, well, which one do you think is the most important? And he, they were trying to like catch him, like mm-hmm. saying like, well, you don't have to listen at all. But he he literally talks about one. You have to, the first commandment, love God with all your mind, heart, body, and soul, like yeah. everything. Then the second one, and he says, and equally important, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. But only the only way you can love your neighbor is if you love God. The only way to love yeah. God is to obey, obey him. That's plain and simple. That's that's really just it. Um, and then the last point I have after worship is obedience is protection. Mm, so, that was good. Yeah. I, <laughs> When I was making the little things, you know, let me just give y'all a little backstory. Because when I was like, first I had obedience is love, obedience is worship. And then I was like, obedience protects you. I was like, this doesn't flow. You know, like there's supposed to be like that three point. I'm not a pastor, not trying to like preach or anything. But I was like, this just doesn't flow. So I was really sitting here and I wanted to make sure it flowed the same. Like obedience is, obedience is, obedience is. Anyway, that, that's just a little side point. Okay. okay, so obedience is protection. So um, some scripture that goes along with this is Psalm 37, um, verse 23. And it states, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall for the Lord holds them by the hand. Ooh, and then yesterday. Oh. I literally, oh, bro. Okay. I really sparked you. <laughs> this is literal, but... I literally almost fell over a rug, bro, in the wellness center at the health fair. Like, literally tripped over, holding my food, almost tripped, bro. Did the food fall? No. (laughs) I tripped over the the rug. No, it wasn't even the rug. It was that, like, I was getting food. So I was standing on the tablecloth, but didn't realize it. So I walked away, and then it almost came with me. All that food could have been on the table. I, I mean, on the floor. I could have been on the floor. <laughs> wow. So you stumbled. Just a literal example. Fall. Exactly. <laughs> and then the other scripture. Oh! 
Bro. Care to elaborate? Bro. It says the Lord directs the steps of the godly. Though they stumble, they will not fall. Some people say you fall into sin and God will give you grace. But if you're a believer, if you really have a relationship with him, you won't even get to the point where you fall. Yeah. You just You stumble. might like like have the thought the devil might bring you the thought but you'll never like go out and actually act out that sin because we're still tempted the same as everyone else but it's what you do with the that temptation we're not falling into sin if you fall into sin that was your choice because god said for the lord holds them by the hand maybe you stepped away are you close? Like, because to hold someone's hand, you have to be close to them. You can't be reaching. I can be reaching for your hand, but I'm not holding it. And if you're holding his hand, you won't be far enough away from him to fall. He can't be associated with sin. So if you're falling into sin, that means you were never even, bro. I'm just imagining bro. like a parent holding like a toddler. You know, like when they're crossing the street, a little kid, little kids will try to fall because like they don't know really how to walk. But they're holding their, their parents' hand. And sometimes I see little kids jumping and swinging, but they don't That's fall. Good. They don't fall. Like, they're literally oh jumping gosh, and swinging. Bro. They're almost like, I've seen kids, like, almost tumble, but their literally. parents are grabbing them so literally. tight literally. that they will not fall literally. on their face. Bro. They will do everything but fall when you're holding their hands. Now, if they were alone, you know, little toddlers, they don't know how to walk yet, so they're just stumbling. They don't They don't know. Falling. Literally. They're, they're not even stumbling. They are falling. Like they live, they'll fall, get back up, and fall. Like that is and, so good. But their parent is holding their hand. Our heavenly Father is holding our hands. We so will you not can't fall. fall. It's there's literally no such thing as falling into sin. Okay. I feel like we talked about this at um, Tuesday night before. Like there's literally no such thing as falling into sin. But now I just saw it so clearly. So glad you had that revelation. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know if you had another point. <laughs> okay. Um, and my second scripture that goes along with protection is Proverbs um, chapter 16, verse 9, which states, we can make our own plans, but the Lord determines our steps. So the reason why I have these two things is because we have to understand that God knows more. That Basically, that's it in the point. God knows more than us. So his instructions are always better than our own or from other people because we're all human. So we aren't perfect because sometimes we lean onto other people before we go to God and we take their advice, but we didn't consult God. So we have to understand that God knows more. He knows more than you, but he also knows more than whoever you're going to run to. So (laughs) run to him first and then go out to other people. Um, And then, yeah, listening to God will lead to more. So when you are truly obeying, that's what, at first I had this was obedience leads to blessings. So I was like, no, that don't make any sense. But like, he's protecting you because he knows more. But when you listen to him, it will lead to more, more opportunities, more open doors because you are obedient to him. And you don't have, like, you have to understand that you don't know everything. And this is literally for Camille. Like, this is for everyone else. But when I was writing this, it was, I was literally, it wasn't me. But most was like, Camille, you don't know everything. Stop acting like you do. And I'm reminded of all the times I like talking with my parents. My parents always get mad. They're like, you think you know everything. And I'm thinking in my head, I, I think do. I do. <laughs> I do. I, but of course, I never say that. But my 
there's been countless times that my parents have told me, like, you don't know everything. You think that you do, but you don't. So if my parents on earth are telling me this and like, and I finally started listening to them. What, why am I not listening to God? Like my heavenly father. And he's literally, that's why certain things, like there's a, there's a reason for everything. Like there's a reason for that. No reason for the rejection, but there's also a reason for the yes, a reason for the call. Like there's a reason behind everything. There's a season behind everything. You have to understand that God knows more. So again, we make our plans, but he determines our steps. We, um, he directs the steps of the godly. We will never fall once we are being completely obedient to him. He's going to protect us. It may not be exactly how we thought it was going to be, but he will protect us at the end of the day. And his protection leads to blessings. It leads to more. That's good. And yeah, that's that's all I have. That's, I mean, that's that. Yeah. That, so <laughs> just that's that let it that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she knew you what I said. That's funny. I did. Okay, so... How let's get into how to be obedient. So we're talking about other stuff. We kind of already hit it. We really already oh. hit it. <laughs> Tell them again. Tell we them. really already hit it. But basically, how to be obedient. The first thing is to build a relationship with God and listen to him. Don't just hear him, but intentionally listen, as we said before. Um, and something that I got from a Bible plan called Listening to the Voice of God by Luke Favier, I think. Um, really good Bible plan. Um, the commentary that I got from it, off of something he said, was um, recognizing God's voice as believers is so important because we can't be obedient to him and his will if we can't hear him and don't know how to recognize his voice. Again, we've already brought that up, just yeah. emphasizing. Yeah. Um, another way to be obedient is to love him. Ah, and I feel already obedience is love. Like, not Whoa. obedience is love. And you talked about how, how to be obedient is to love him. So loving him is obedient and obedience is love. It's kind of like that same thing. We were like, talking about that goes, with, were we talking about that with peace and joy. Yeah. We were talking about that with something. How it's like just hand in hand. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't yeah. realize those notes really... Yeah, but yeah, love him. Um, it's easier to obey and submit to someone that you love, and moreover, like submit to someone who you know loves you. Mm. Like you're gonna submit. You already know God loves you because He tells you that every single day in His Word. Someone knows their identity. Go back to that first episode. It's easier to (laughs) obey Him if you love Him. So Mm -hmm. get in that relationship. Um. And then the last thing, how to be obedient, is to shift your mindset on what obedience is. Some people may think obedience is just like, oh, I have to do all these tasks for God. He just wants me to do all this, yada, yada, yada. No, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and something I got from Mike Todd, cuffing season, like, this dude. <laughs> cuffing season's going to keep coming like, Keep coming up. I haven't even finished. Bro, I have, <laughs> we were supposed to watch that. Yeah, I saw the first like the first April is getting done. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so something he said is obedience is not about outcomes. It's about honor. Mm. We were just, Oh, keep going, keep going, bro. Like obedience is not about outcomes. It's about honor. Make honoring God, your goal. Um, If you don't, you don't understand honor, then you can't obey God. Mm. And you don't have to understand mm. what God is saying oh. to obey or honor him. Whoa, whoa. Slow down. 
slow down. Let me put a pin on what you just said. Hold on. First off, the first thing, when you said obedience is not about outcomes, you know why it's not about outcomes? Because outcomes is not our job. Outcomes is God's job. God's job is outcomes. Our job is obedience. That's literally, you do not control everything. So that's why obedience isn't about making sure this ends up how it's supposed to be. That's God's job. Your job is just to follow directions. And then you try your best. Let God do the rest. We talked about that, like we like during yes. that that testing episode, or like these stressing after finals. You literally, your job is to do your best and to listen to listen to God. Everything else, that's Him. That's why obedience isn't about outcomes. That, that wasn't good, your role. That that's not good. the purpose of that's obedience. Not your role. Because if you're doing something to control something, mm. like that, that's not you. We don't control everything. Mm. I literally, I don't know when I said it, but like I had a. There was a point I, I was going to mention so later good. about like when I was looking over my notes about what I had about obedience, I had that taken down. I think I got that from, it might've been from just different or something, but I was, I was either listening to a podcast or listening to a sermon and they were talking about how obedience is our job. Outcome is God. Stop trying to do job, God's job. Stop trying to do Cause God's that means job. like you're trying to take control of like, well, okay, I turned in, I turned this in. Let me keep pressing my, my professors. I'll make sure I get an A. Or let me keep mm, pressing this person so, so they can I let like me into this opportunity. Like, yeah, I like that all you have to do is like you try your best on your on your mm-hmm. on your work, you try your best on this application for like it. an internship or a job, but you cannot you don't control if you get it or not. You don't control your grades. Uh, you could I mean, to a certain extent, if you didn't try your best, I mean that that part was on you. But like if you know that you tried your best, you you did all you could. The rest isn't up to you. Yeah. The rest is up to God. That's good. And so, you too worried about the outcome. You yeah. can't even focus on the job he's telling. He's calling you to do. Yes. And he's telling you to be obedient, yeah. but you're worried about like, but is it gonna work? It don't matter if it doesn't. It's who, gonna work. It still not even don't like, matter if it doesn't work. Like it's gonna work. And not only it's, it uh, he already planned it out, bro. He wouldn't have told you to do something if he didn't know the outcome. He's not like he doesn't do things in vain. Like you were like, well, I don't know. I I, I really don't. But God said, trust me though. Like I know. Like it doesn't matter if you don't know. I know. Go ahead. Go ahead to your next. Now that's all I had to. That's good. Um, Last thing I'll say on that on shifting your mindset on what obedience is is obedience does not equal happiness. Ties into what I just said about. You don't have to understand what God is saying to obey him. You don't have to be happy about what he's saying. Jesus, he got on that cross. But before that, in Luke 22, he said, Lord, take this cup from me. (laughs) Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And bro, like that last sentence, Jesus asked, Lord, if it's your will, take this cup from me. And immediately God said, no, I'm not taking it. But here's some strength to get through. Mm. I'm not going to take this cup. But here's my power and everything you need to get through. Mm. (laughs) He literally gives you the tools to obey him. He literally gives you the tools to obey him, bro. He says, here's what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. I understand it's hard. I hear you praying to me. Mm-hmm. But I 
am going to give you the tools you need to get through. Mm-hmm. To obey me so you can be brought to another level. Ooh, so if Jesus hadn't died, that's good. Because we just talked about how obedience, it's not burdensome. God it's gives not you the burdensome. tools so it won't be a burden that, on your life. Bro. Like it, I know it's real hard right now. I know you're going through a lot. But God is giving you that strength so it won't feel like a burden. Or it won't feel like a burden for too long. Obedience brings you to another level. Mm-hmm. If Jesus had not died, he wouldn't have been like one of the rewards of him dying was to sit at the right hand of God. That was another level That's to go from earth for. to heaven to sitting on like back to go back to sit on the throne and his father. That's what he was looking forward to. Um, I think because from this. Where we got this from, like, it was, I said Cheyenne, this is Tim Ross, like, clip of, he was, he was just talking about how obedience is not equal happiness, and he even said that, like, um, he was quoting, he first, he talked about the, the scripture in Luke, but he also said, like, in Hebrews, like, for you know the joy that is coming. It was Hebrews chapter 12, but, like, that's the joy Jesus was looking forward to. Like, I know, like, take this cup away from me, they're literally going to crucify me, it's going to be painful. I have to die. I literally have to die. And it's not just die, it's suffer and die. But I know I will be sitting at the right hand next to my father. That's the joy he's looking forward to. That's what makes the obedience like, okay, it's not going to be too much of a a burden. Like, this is what I'm going to get to. Like, God had revealed that to him, like, listen, you're going to sit next to me, but you have to go through this. There's always going to be, Pastor said this on Wednesday, there's always going to be a prize set before us. There's Mm -hmm. always going to be a promise. As long as you obey God and what he's saying in this season, promise is yours, bro. Like, the reward is yours. So, yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, I also wanted to go a little bit deeper into, like, just how it doesn't equal happiness. So Cheyenne provided, like, a biblical example, but I wanted to also talk about, like, a real-world example um, so we can really like grasp it. And Tim Ross does like an amazing job of that. And he was talking about how, um, thinking about all the times your parents told you to do something and you didn't feel like doing it. So his, he was like, go clean them dishes. And you're like, I don't want to clean the dishes. Da, da, da. But I'm thinking, okay, well, your parents are like, go, go wash the dishes, go take out the trash, go empty out the dishwasher, go clean your room, all this other stuff. You complain about the task, but best believe you're going to get it done. Like, I mean, you're going, you're going to do it because you under, you're, you know why you get it done? Because you understand the consequence of this, like disobedience is much worse than this temporary, temporary discomfort. God, yesterday. Yo. Okay. Y'all. I was, you know, the only thing I wrote on here was like, oh, Tim Ross said like, you know, you, you listen to your parents when you don't feel like it. But then God revealed to me. You know why you listen? Because I understand, like, I'm going to get punished for not doing what they told me to do. And I understand, like, that punishment is going to feel way worse than how I temporarily feel annoyed right now. Temporarily feel uncomfortable. Temporarily um, feel, like, angered. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I, I, I just don't feel like doing it. But I'm going to do it because I understand the consequences of disobedience is much worse than my discomfort. So, like, don't act like, okay, the reason why I point that out is because if you don't want to face the consequences that your parents are going to give you, don't act brand new with your heavenly father. 
That consequence is way worse. Your con- when I tell you God was just, he, I, I was just typing. I, I was just typing. How much more should you obey? And you scared of your parents. Like, don't act brand new with God's consequences. Literally talking about this yesterday. Oh, some of y'all just don't don't respect God. You don't. You obey your parents and you respect your parents, but when it comes to God, you just don't. He's your ultimate parent. Like, he's literally your heavenly father. And y'all just not scared, like, Mm -hmm. not to be scared, but fear him means to revere him. Mm -hmm. Respect. To have reverence. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't have that no more, bro. Yeah. And like, (laughs) that's that's, that's such a good point. And I think a lot of people, I just had to. It wasn't um, again. This this that wasn't me. Like I, God literally revealed, like don't act brand new with me. If you're not gonna do it to people on this earth, why are you doing it to me? And even if you don't like what the um whatever you're told to do, even if you don't agree with it or fully understand it, it, just do it. Just do it and just respect it because it's coming from your father, bro. Like y'all literally see your parents over God. That is an issue. That's literally an issue. If God is not up here, bro, he literally said in the Bible to his disciples, bro, leave everything and come with me. Leaving your parents, your brother, your sister, your best friend and come with me. And you can show up better as a person when you put God above everyone else. That doesn't mean like all of a sudden disrespect your parents. No. But when you place God first. You can show up better for all relationships That's in your good. life. Um, but to the point about like just doing it, even if yeah. you don't agree or fully understand, um, I had to look at my yeah, Pastor Merritt. I had to look at my notes, so and Pastor, <laughs> Pastor Merritt talked about this in his "Just Do It" um, sermon, and he said, "Don't come with excuses. Come with your obedience. Yeah. You won't always understand it until after you oh, do yes. it." Like sometimes you don't get it while you're doing it, but it's but you still have to do it. And sometimes so you good. still don't understand why you did it, but you know that God's telling you to do it. Because some some things are gonna be revealed, some things aren't gonna be revealed, but you just have to just do it. Don't come with an excuse, just come with your obedience. And I wanted to give and I, oh go ahead. Continue. I just think about like Pastor Mary said that and he literally everything he says he lives out, bro. When God told him to start this church. He literally did not have no funding, no members, no none of that. But he just did it and he listened to the word from God, bro. He didn't understand it while he was doing it, but he understands it now. And later, as life continues to grow, he's going to understand it then. So good, bro. Wow. Shout out, Pastor. For real, the Tam is just so crazy. Like <laughs> he's gonna lot, he's gonna listen to this and like Tam. Anyway, um, I do want to. <laughs> you're funny. I also wanted to provide an example of um when you like fully don't understand why. Like sometimes, like I think I like to provide examples for people who like just to truly grasp it. And I was as I was thinking of an example, <laughs> this just came to mind. Like okay. Your parents, well, at least for me, sometimes like my mom would tell me, okay, go clean your room. We have people coming over. And I'm over here thinking, they're not coming in my room. They're not coming in my room. Like, so why do I have to clean my room? I never understood that, but it's okay. I I still do it because you know why? 
Because sometimes when you go back and forth with your parents, not even just my mom, like going back and forth with my dad too, like it's considered disrespectful. Now, when you go back and forth, sometimes you get punished for the disrespect. And then on top of you still didn't do what I told you to do. Now I was, (laughs) God revealed to me, like, what if we're going back and forth with God? Like God told us to do something and we're over here like, well, why? It don't make any sense. Like I'm, why, why would I, I'm going to do it my own way. Because you know what I tell my, I'm thinking my parents like, I just closed my door. No one's going to know my room's not clean. But like, you're, you're going to find your own solution. You're trying to go back and forth. Like, why can't I just close my door? And you, yeah. You're trying to find your own solution. That's it. Oh, I, I didn't know if you were going to add more to that. But yeah, I was just like, God was just saying like, stop going back and forth with me. So if it's considered disrespectful to go back and forth with your parents, why are you going back and forth? Literally how much more? How much more? You understand that God is over every single person in your life. Mm -hmm. God is like up here and they're below him, bro. If you're obeying your parents, how much more? And it's like, just because you can't see God physically doesn't mean like you shouldn't obey him. Or yeah. does it mean that he's not there? Yeah. There's That's a... Um, I have two things. I'm going to... Hold on. I'm going to finish my sentence here and then go back to her point because I don't want to lose what, what this is, but I'm going to remember what she just said. So um, I was... Yeah, this is just... This is so much going on, on in my head. But basically, when you're going... Like, your disrespect to God, like, by going back and forth and saying, like, well, I don't think I have to do this. Let me do it my own way. Or I don't understand all this other stuff. Could be blocking your blessings. What if you were supposed to already have something, but you were going back and forth? You didn't understand that. Like, you were going... You're sitting here going back and forth. Yep. You could have already had that house. Yep. You could have already yep. had that job. You could yep. You could have already had it. So you're... Maybe you... Like, you over here complaining, like... God, I'm following you. Like, but you're following him on your own time, but you're not following it to God's time. Just because you you might follow after that. We're gonna talk about delayed obedience and all this other stuff, but you are following on on your time instead of following on on God's time. And those are two different things. Now, going back to Cheyenne's point about um, even though you don't see God doesn't mean you have like you can't, you know, respect him. I'm just reminded of like <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm just reminded of like Caleb Gordon even has like a lyric about Caleb, like you can't you don't see the air but you still breathing. Like right. you, you under you that. understand like we don't see okay we don't yeah. see air but we know yeah. like why are we, we're alive yeah. because of like we're the alive. air and also yeah. another thing like all this like technology we have like if you I'm not gonna say it but like if you say certain words and like Siri will just pop on because I don't want my Siri to come on but anyway or if you said like Google like hey Google um hey Alexa. That's not a real person there, but you call out and you're expecting response. Whoa. You trust the technology. And it's not, Alexa's not real. Google's not real. Siri's not real. And But you still call out to them. Sometimes even they let you down. Oh. Sometimes I tell Siri to do something. And they do it wrong. And she still doesn't do it, bro. But you keep going back because you expect her to do better the next time. Yeah. Now, if you God, when he tells you to do something, bro, you never have to doubt. Like, you never have to doubt. Wow. Wow. <laughs> when you ask him for something, you never have to doubt that it's going to be a false answer or that he's not going to, like, do it right, quote, unquote. Very true. 
That's it, bro. Amen. We just, we're just two women of God being obedient. Um, <laughs> yes. <yeah>, so, <laughs> what was that? Oh, this is where my point about submission comes in. Because I was like, what, what is this? So, we kind of mentioned it before, but um, understanding that, like, obedience doesn't mean happiness or anything. It doesn't, like, we have to keep doing it regardless of how we feel. That truly means, like, we have to submit to God despite our discomfort. And sometimes obedience is sacrifice. In order to be obedient, we have to let go of your timeline. I literally have this from my notes from, I don't know when this was exactly from. It was, it was like from October, November, but it was from a Bible plan. And I literally wrote down, I have to let go of my timeline, the way I want God to move um, my relationships, like, or my, um, my aspirations, my dreams, my goals. Like I have to give up my control over God. Cause I'm thinking like, yes, God, I believe in you, but can you do this by tomorrow? Can I have, can I have this next summer? Can I have this next year? But because that's my timeline, I'm not going to God's timeline. And again, we don't control the outcome. That's not our job. That's God's job. And that's all I have to say on that. Like we, we kind of touched on all these other stuff, but yeah. Ooh, dang, the lights just cut off. <laughs> but dang, the, it's still the lights going. just cut off. I'm, ooh, bro, like, bro, bro, like, I keep saying, bro, because, like, bro. Like, <laughs> moving forward. Yeah, moving like. forward. <laughs> so. We, of course, wanted to bring some personal stuff in, like, application. So, ways God is calling us to be obedient. Um, He's really been telling me about obedience in March. So, this this episode is really on time. Um, but the so first thing, I, yeah, I didn't even realize. When you said obedience, I was like, oh, yeah, sounds cool. But then I went back and literally, like, he's been telling me. <laughs> so, the first thing is, like, being obedient with my eating habits. I think I brought, I think I said this on here before. Yeah, I did. Um, about, mm, about gluttony being like, whoa. <laughs> about gluttony being like um, a sin for me. Right. So God's just been telling me to like be obedient with um, what I eat, how much I eat, all of that. Um, so just be more obedient with that. And then something else he kept telling me, like, and I'm still hearing about this story over and over again, Mary and Martha. So he told me about this. And basically, if you don't know, it's in Luke 10. Mary, Jesus goes to Mary and Martha's house. Jesus is like sitting at, um, did I say Jesus is sitting at? Mary is sitting at Jesus' feet and Martha's doing all these tasks. And basically, Martha's like, Lord, why are you not telling her to get up and come help me? I'm trying to get the food ready. I'm trying to do all of this. And she not, she's not helping me. And Jesus is like, no, Mary is doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing right now. Um, so he gave me that word initially March 2nd. March 4th, he tells me um, to start putting more effort into school and stop going to so many events. Like I put effort into school. My grades are good but they could be better. And I didn't realize that until he told me this. Um, And this ties into being a Mary and not a Martha. Um, 
to shift, like, and it helps me to shift my focus, not necessarily to sit at Jesus's feet more, but to do what he's calling me to do. Cause I got to sit at his feet part. Like I can bat. <laughs> I can bat. Said, I but that. sitting at his feet also means preparing for what he's telling me to prepare for doing what he's telling me to do. And in this current season, he's telling me to shift my focus and get my priorities straight. So, um, the way he convicted me with this, bro, like I was on the phone with um, one of the ladies at church and she was like, how's school? Yada, yada, yada. How'd your test go? And I was like, oh yeah, I got to see an orgo, you know, not feeling too bad because orgo's, orgo's kind of challenging. And she was like, girl, what's going on? And I was like, mm? <laughs> what? I was like, what, bro? Like, I didn't say that to her, but I was like, oh, like it's a challenging class, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then like when we got off the phone, I was just sitting in that thought and I remembered that night before I literally had a dream and in the dream, my grandma was telling me to do better based on the grade I told her I got on my orgo quiz. And I was wondering why I had that dream, but then it just all connected. Mm. And I was like, wow. Like you're telling me, the Lord is telling me in this moment to shift my focus, shift my priorities and just focus more on school and not like serving him and going to these events and doing stuff for him, but literally just focusing on what he's calling me to focus on right now. So, and then all of that was just confirmed with Pastor Merritt doing this Prepare for Abundance series, um, confirmed through Victoria. She like sent us a video March 9th. Melody Elisa, so good. good. So, yeah, she's really good. Um, But yeah, just to sum that whole point up, um, God is just telling me, like, it's cool that I love serving and I thank God for that gift. Like, I love serving people. I love going to church, serving, yada, yada, yada. That's great. But there has to be a balance. There literally has to be a balance between doing what He's calling me to do and doing what I want to do. So, yeah. yeah, that's that on that. I also like when I was going over this, I was just thinking like, thank you for he's so gracious to tell me, like, focus on school and get your priorities straight before midterms. Because the way I literally had events planned, like that was the week Black Voices was here. Midterm week was the week Black Voices was here. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to this event, this event, this event. And then he was like, no. So I literally knocked two events off my list just so I could focus on school instead of going to a Christian event and serving him and worshiping him there, focusing on what he's telling me to focus on. So just have to be obedient with that. Um, and then one more example I'll give um, with like ways God has called me to be obedient is with ASL club. Child. She's president. Bro. Why does this dude make me interim president of this club? She's been the president since last year. Like, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Camilla is messy. No, she didn't have that position of president last year. Camilla's but she so always messy. went above and beyond as if she was president. Yeah, so, so he was just calling me to, he, well, he's calling me in this moment, to be obedient and serve ASL Club in a way like never before. Um and basically the the circumstance now is like I'm standing in as the president of ASL club until next year I'll be like president for sure. But now I guess I'm president for sure. 
But he just called me. He was preparing me before my role changed from vice president to president. He literally gave me the same word. He literally gave me the same word on servant leadership um, from black voices. And I just think it was crazy. Like he's telling me to obey him in this way by leading this club a certain way. And he gave me the tools, just like he told Jesus to get on the cross. He gave him the tools. Mm. So I, I just think that's so good. Um, also, something with that is like I was sitting at Black Voices and this thought came to me to pray in our e-board meetings. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to do that. Oh, the <laughs> like, SL Yes, bro. Okay. Like pray before we start the meeting. Pray. With everyone on? Yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's a big and I was like, Mm-mm. I was like, I, I didn't say no, but I was like, Lord, like, are you really telling me to do this? <laughs> and that was just one of the ways that he's calling me to be obedient. This is him taking this club to another level by like just centering on prayer. There's so much turmoil. I'm not even going to get to it. But there's just so much that goes on with that club where he's just like, I need you to obey me. I need you to be in this position and I need you to bring me into it. So this can flourish. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's calling me to, to be obedient with. Um, yeah, man, I'll leave it there. Also, no, I'm not going to leave it there. Also, <laughs> calling me to be more obedient with praying over people and evangelizing, like talking more about him. And like if he tells me to go start a conversation with somebody and pray for them to do that without saying like, oh, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. So, yeah. yeah, praise God for God. Praise God for praise God for your for yourself. Yeah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> um, did you have? Oh, I was like, I didn't know if you, you had another note for mine about ways God is calling us to be obedient. I would say the first thing would be cutting out or limiting like certain TV shows and music and truly protecting my eye and ear gates during this lenting season. I've been um, fasting from secular music as best as I can. Cause sometimes like you cannot control what other people are playing, but um, when I can control it, there were times I have slipped up and I was like, dang, like, cause you're secular. Um, there I would say, I'm not going to say a genre because there are Christian versions of certain genres, but I would say as far as like for music, it was more so a lot of like basically like mainstream rap, R&B, like not just because some people just say like, oh, it's only rap, but R&B songs, they're still talking about sex and drugs. and Yeah, they, they just talk about it in like a... That's even more because you're literally, that's literally lust, bro. When you're singing those R&B songs, like... You might not even be singing it to anybody, but all of that, that whole, that spirit of lust is getting in your spirit because you're literally talking about doing all this stuff with them, loving them and like, we're not lust. We're not. (laughs) Some of them don't be talking about love. (laughs) That's not love. Um, But yeah, that's how I would define it. So it's not, it's not necessarily like a genre because there are like, there are like Christian rap, there's Christian R&B, like, so I'm not going to say like cutting all rap music. No, it's just basically me mindful like the lyrics that i'm listening to um yeah more so like worldly stuff so i've been i've been fasting from that um and i've gotten like a lot of revelations like to the point where i don't necessarily miss it as much like i like i feel like i feel fine first i thought i was like 
now this will be kind of easy. Then it's like, oh, okay, I'm at an event and I'm like literally have to pray to not hum the words. Like I'm literally like, I'm like, sometimes I'll start rocking back and forth. I was like, God, I want to sing the words. I want to sing the words. Now there are times when I slipped up because I'm not going to act like, oh yeah, it was, it was perfect. No, there was times when I was like, oh yeah, no, no, no. I forgot. I was like, oh my gosh. And I literally went back and I, I was so sad. I was like, God, I'm so sorry. Like that I wasn't trying to do that. But that's when I realized like my, the music you listen to is truly like so powerful to the point where I said I was going to cut it out. But the moment I heard it, I acted as if I, I was like, yeah, like, da, 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 da. But like, I was like, oh, okay. I got to be more mindful about that. And moving like after the linting season, I just think moving forward, I'm definitely going to just keep like almost to the point where like, I, I think I'm going to like keep cutting it out, keep limiting it. There are some artists that like, they're not talking about necessarily like bad things, but I just make sure you have me like in moderation and it's not the only thing I'm consuming. Cause for a mo- for there was a time period where that was like the only thing I was consuming, unless it was gospel on Sunday morning to church. After church, it was different. To church, yeah. Um, the yeah. Is like the music you're listening to is it glorifying God or not? Because mm-hmm. even if they're not cussing, doing all that, I mean, you don't have to be saying God in every sentence. But if it's not glorifying God, it's glorifying the devil, whether you're cussing or not. <laughs> like, yeah. so that's something to think about when you like play a song or whatever how is this glorifying god would god if god was sitting in this car that's so good holy spirit that's so good holy spirit that's so good if god was sitting in this car bro didn't even move didn't even move bro didn't bro Bro, did kid you not? Didn't even move. You know, I just thought about this is a motion sensor light. You did not get up. We've been doing this the whole time, and it did not come on. So what? What's moving? Who's moving? Bro, the other day, bro, I was with Kyra, and she was telling me like her and her friends were in the room praying, and all of a sudden the lights just her candle went out, bro. Her candle that was burning went out. Bro, Holy Spirit is in here. If the Holy Spirit was sitting in your car, if the Holy Spirit was sitting in your car, in our car, because this is for everybody. If the Holy Spirit was sitting in our car, you need to ask yourself, when you look at that song, if, if God was right here, which he is, if you're a godly person, you say you have a relationship with God, he's with you. So God is in this car. If I play this song, is this going to make him like cringe up? Mm-hmm. If I'm in my room and I know he's with me, let me think about this song because I don't want to dishonor my father. Bro, <laughs> I don't want to dishonor my father. He doesn't want to listen to that, so I shouldn't want to listen to that either. Yeah. Like, literally, we have to think about that. Like, it's. <laughs> I don't know what the Lord is doing through me, but it's not a game no more, bro. Like, we have to stop playing. As Christians, we literally have to stop playing, bro. Everything is spiritual and everything has a deep meaning. That song you're listening to has a deep meaning. And you're just letting it, just getting your spirit, getting your spirit. And God is just sitting there not pleased. Like, your flesh, sure, maybe you want to hear that SWV song. 
TLC. Destiny Child. Like, yeah, bro, like, stuff. no, <laughs> because that's what we listen to. That's R&B. But it's like, dude, that's not glorifying God, period. That's you glorifying your flesh. And I pray that, like, whoever's listening to this, like, that's in your spirit now. That the next time you play a song, that God is in the car. And does he want you listening to that? That's yeah. it. It's really... Yeah, man. And we, like, because God is, like, within us, we we take him... He never leaves us, so we take him everywhere we go. So... Yeah. He's he's always there. Even like I don't know, like even homecoming. That's why I don't. People be like, "Are you going to the homecoming concert?" This is not to convict you. If you feel convicted, then take it. But um, like I don't know, like I think it was like little baby or somebody came blasting. People like, "Oh, are you going? Are you going? Why are you not going?" No, I'm not going because I don't want to hear that. My spirit, God is with me, bro. And if He doesn't want to hear that, I'm not bringing my Holy Spirit into that. He does not want to hear that. So me being in that environment just to go, oh, it's homecoming. I just want to go. I'm going to just go for the for the experience. Baby, no. <laughs> hell, hell is going to be an experience. Let's talk about it, bro. Like, y'all just, it's just too much playing, bro. It's too much playing. And it's time to get serious. It's time to get serious. Like, the lukewarmity has to stop the doing God these days. But I'm going to still go to this concert and still get this. It has to stop. It has to stop. So, no, don't ask me if I'm going to that homecoming concert because I'm not. Because my Holy Spirit does not want to hear that. That's it, bro. I'm done for real. Praise God. So glad you got that out. Uh, I would just, one last thing on that. I think definitely if you like feel some certain feel a certain way i would like bring that to god and ask like ask him like if he if he's convicting you in that area do you need to remove certain things because some things are like some people feel more convicted than like other people so it doesn't necessarily like sin is sin but some like someone's personal convictions like sometimes that does not always translate to you but if god is telling you to do something it doesn't matter if other people aren't doing it. What is he telling you? Yeah. So like literally going back to like obedience, like what is God telling you to do? Don't worry about what other people are doing. And that goes like kind of like like both sides or whatever. So I would definitely like bring it to God and see like where he's taking you on your on your journey. Because I know like this is definitely like such a like a bigger, bigger topic when we're talking about like the secular TV show, secular music, because some people like. I'm not going to say like they're fine, but like, I don't think they really like brought it to God. Like, and some people feel very strong and convicted to the point where like, they don't, they don't go anywhere with that. that. Yeah. If you know somebody else is strongly convicted by it, you need to sit down with God and ask him why you're not strongly convicted. Because if I'm sitting here thinking like, we both serve the same God, (laughs) we both have the same, we both have a relationship with God. Why are you convicted about it? And I'm not. So maybe there's a disconnect somewhere and you need to sit with him and ask him that. Sure, maybe you can take some other things that some people can't, but you need to sit and ask why. Why am I okay to go there, but that person is not? And we serve in the same God. Lord, what is going on? Like literally sit down and ask him that because he's not holding any of us to a different standard. The standard is holiness. 
And that's what all of us are called to live. So if somebody's convicted and you're not feeling that same conviction, let's sit down and get serious. Lord, why don't I feel that conviction? We getting deep this morning. Early in the morning. That is. Oh, that been a month. I felt like she was waiting to sit. Like she, no, this like this episode you had to wait for the platform. Up. Like I gotta say this right now. No, like it just set everything up. Like I wasn't expecting to even talk about this on here. I was not expecting to have those conversations that I had Thursday and Friday with Kyra and Jordan, bro. And then to have this episode and everything just tied together. It's time to obey. It's time to get serious. It's time to be for real. Y'all are playing, bro. And it's... That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesus. The last thing I had... I forgot. Like, <laughs> we went into that whole that whole other thing. Sorry, yeah. But um, it definitely needs to say... And we say this out of love. Like, it's not to... It's love. But if you feel convicted, take it. Cheyenne more like... I mean, hey, no, if the shoe... Like, I just... I think I say stuff... And that's what the Holy Spirit is telling me. Like... You don't have to judge people, but let's speak up about this stuff. There's a whole lot of people I'm around who play church and do all that stuff, but you're still living in sin. And this is, I'm not judging you, bro, but God is sending me here to tell you what you're doing is not right. And at this point, he's fed up, so I'm fed up. Like he's literally put me in your life to tell you that he's fed up with you. And I don't care. That's what I was telling Jordan yesterday. Like, sometimes I would pray, like, Lord, help me to say it in a way where people don't feel judged. Child, if I'm caring about if you're judging me or not, then I'm not really living for God. Paul said that if I'm living to please others, I'm not living to please God. So at this point, I don't care. I (laughs) literally do not care. The Holy Spirit just dropping stuff in my spirit. And I'm going to tell you. Period. And if you feel convicted, then like sit with God. I don't care if you feel judged. I don't care anymore. Because when I did care, y'all weren't changing. So I, I literally do not care anymore. Like ask me my opinion, bro. And I'm going to give it to you so straight. So straight. Because we had to stop covering it up. If I know what the standard of living is to be a Christian and I'm not helping my brother or sister, then your blood is on my hands. So, yeah. Yeah. Praise God. He's so good. Wow. I don't even know if I should, like, continue what I said. I'm sorry. No, because it, it, I don't, I really don't know because that one, it doesn't it doesn't connect, but it definitely needed to. <laughs> you can say it. No, but I was trying to figure out a way to like transition, but I feel like it's you not, have to sit in I that think more. Since we're talking about the transition, you can say <laughs> if you feel like okay, if the Holy Spirit yeah. I just, I just, <laughs> my Holy Spirit, we got the same Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit, yeah, I'm not different. <laughs> okay. no, 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 anyway, anyway. Definitely just, this is just like a little self-reflection. You know? Cheyenne, just... just, Anyway. Um, (laughs) The last thing I was going to say is that the calling over my life and allowing God to, like, use me, like, definitely being obedient that way. Um, Like, 
biggest example is this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all heard, we were here early on Saturday morning we to record early. this we episode. Eight yes, eight in the morning, which means I had to get up at seven because, you know, got to prep, got to pray, yeah. devotional, brush your teeth, all that other stuff. So, yeah. She doesn't like getting She loves her sleep. I really do. So, so I went to bed good. earlier. Like, I was like, okay, I love my sleep, but I love God more. So I have to stop. <laughs> Yeah, because there wasn't going to be any other time, and then we were trying to like I was like no because we probably would have been tired, then we would have been rushing trying to only squeeze in two out. No, that's not, we're not doing any of that. We don't want to rush guys, especially like because he just we always invite him to just move through us, so we don't we don't time it or anything. So I don't want to put that. And then similar to Cheyenne's point about like you know praying and like evangelizing over people, I just think like being just more bold in my faith. I think, like, I'm having more conversations about God, more conversations about this podcast than I ever before. And I'm, like, I'm talking to people who, like, either they, like, they know of God or anything. But some people, like, they either, like, grew up in the church and, like, just stopped going. Or they, like, they never really did. But they kind of have, like, you can tell they're they're interested. And I'm talking to people more about it. And I never would have, like, thought, like, Oh, that also. Uh, that's like such a. It, that's wow. that's like such like a big thing, and I don't mind like wow. talking to other that's people, so cool. um, and like yeah, again coming with the thank you, like coming with like coming with compassion, but also like being real, yeah. um, but like I also just try to make sure that like because like Cheyenne said, we're, we are in like this, like everything we do, like it has a spiritual meaning, but you want to make sure you're, you're tapping into the right spirit. Because like we said, we have a spiritual, like there's other spirits and don't get confused by like, cause there's people who are like, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. What is that? Because I, I can say I'm not religious, but I have a relationship with God, but like you spiritual, what do you, what's your relationship? Who, who like, that doesn't make sense to me. Or like we give all this credit, like, Oh, the universe hates me right now. No, no. It's like people were like, well, I just feel like it's not the cards aren't aren't right in the area. Or like I've heard so many, even like on TV shows, I'm starting to say like they won't say God. They'll say like the universe is blessing you. What? The universe? Like, come on now. He was like, um, some of y'all are serving the universe and like praising the universe instead of serving the creator of the universe. Like, isn't that, that's a step. Like, if you think this is fine. Like, that's what he said. Like, I would, he said, I would understand serving the universe if we didn't have access to God, because that's the closest thing to God. But you literally have access to serve the person who made the universe through Jesus Christ. But I just think a lot of us, we find like these temporary, like, again, we going back and forth. We find like, I'm gonna find my own solutions. Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm gonna go towards this and like, that whole thing with all the worldly stuff in man, it's, it's a lot. Anyway, um, moving on to like our one last thing. We're gonna wrap it up, y'all. I know, I know, we had a lot to say. I know this is a heavy episode, so you know, heavy. I didn't take some, take some breaks. You know, if you eating a snack, yeah, sit I'm and back. think. Yeah. So welcome, you know, welcome it's back like if you took. Yeah, like. Welcome back if you take took a break. Um, Welcome back. <laughs> we are back. So the last thing we were going to talk about is just this little point. It's 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 not little. It's it's like small in length, but it's truly mighty in its, yeah. its impact and power. How delayed obedience is disobedience. We're talking about obedience. We're talking about like we okay. We have to 
um, making sure we're following God, but following God on his timing and not ours. So stop waiting for this perfect time to your standards. Yeah. We're like, I have to wait for the perfect moment, all this other stuff. If God told you to do something at a certain time, do it. We serve a perfect God. So when he tells you to do something, it's at the perfect time. Like, cause there's never going to be a perfect moment to our standards. Like, you know, people are like, I'm just waiting for the right moment. I'm waiting to um, make sure. <laughs> Sam Ross, I said, like, waiting to sure, like, you know, my ducks are in a row before I do. But did he tell you to go? If he told you to go, if he told you to move, he told you to stop doing what you love to do. If he told you to transition, if he told you to start that club, start that ministry, leave the club, do it. Don't wait until I'm just saying like, don't wait until, oh, I should wait next year to do it. I'll have, no, if he told you to do it, do it. My plan was to be president next year, not this year. But he made, he said you weren't listening. So I'm going to just make it happen. Like literally it's going to work out because notice how it all works out. Like even though like we could have a lot of stuff put on. My plan wasn't even to be president next year. My plan was to be Right out VP again. Oh, in the senior and year. Is, oh, but no, God told you to do it now. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just think sometimes yeah. we wait for these moments because we think like, oh, we can, um, I'll, I'll be less busy, da, da, da. But when you put God first, everything falls into place. That's good. So, yeah, like literally just keep seeking God. If he tells you to do something, do it at the time that he tells you. Now, there are some times where like he could reveal something to you and it's not that time yet. Like there are times it's like, oh. I, I just found out I'm supposed to be married. No, I have to. No, no, no. If it's not like there's, of course, there's times for everything. So just because God reveals something to you, yes. ask him, yes. do you want me yes. to act on this now? Yes. Yes. Like, I have to set that clear. talks about our future and rarely yeah. talks about our present. Pastor Mary, yeah. God often talks about our future and rarely talks about our present. If God said you're going to be married, he's not talking about right now. Yeah, he's like, talking about later. Stephanie Ike talked about that. Ooh, waiting on God's sermon. I love her. She talked about that. Dave, God gave David the promise that he would be king, but David did not say, "Okay, Lord, let's start now." No, David was faithful in what he did and what he was doing at that time, mm-hmm. and that's what God was telling me with school. Like He literally gave me a promise, and yes, you're looking towards that. You're looking towards the promise, but that doesn't mean slack off now. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just I had to make that. I had to make those distinctions, like. If God's telling you to move, then move. But yeah. again, if God is revealing something, that doesn't mean I got to rush to it, do it. No, no, no. no. Because that, that's that's different. That's so like, you have to make sure you're discerning between, like, is this, like, God's revealing the future or is this him telling me right now? So that's also a time where you're supposed to ask God for, like, that confirmation, that clarity. Yeah. But again, don't keep going back and forth. Like, is this, are you sure that's what you said, God? I don't know. But sometimes it's like, you you know what he said. You know what he said to do, and you're going back and forth like, I don't know, God, I don't think you really told me to do this. No, 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 he told you. Um, but yeah, just making sure um, the first step that you, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, just making sure you're listening um, to God and at the time he's telling you to do something. That's yeah. when you're truly obedient. Now, he does appreciate your delayed obedience because you still did it, but don't, but don't get um, comfortable and like, I'm going to still do it my own time because God's going to be faithful. Yes, God's going to be faithful, but don't use God like that. Yeah, like don't abuse his grace. Yes, it's there for us, but it's not to the point where we can like go out and seek stuff just so like, oh, he's going to cover me. No, don't live like that because that's all, that's a dangerous way to live. And and that's, yeah, that's not how it really works. <sighs> but yeah, that's that powerful thing. So delayed obedience is disobedience. God still loves you for being obedient, but make sure you're doing it at the time he's telling you to do it. 
Yeah. That's good. So just to get to an application question, um, in what ways have we acted out disobedience or delayed obedience? Um, what Camille just talking about, like, yes, we've obeyed, but we've also disobeyed by delayed obedience. So just quickly, because this episode has ran its course. <laughs> um, but an example for me is like the relationship relationship child that I just got out of don't think relationship like I was dating somebody because that's not what it was surely, <laughs> surely was not <laughs> but whatever that confusion the relationship um just ending it like the Lord told me he'd been telling me to end that relationship and I was just like just holding on like no Lord you can't be talking about that um eventually I obeyed him, right? Because I'm not in it now, but that was still disobedience because I didn't do it when he was calling me to do it. And then um, we were at, I was at like eternity and some people after black voices and, you know, going to black voices, they get you fired up in the spirit. It's like, I just want to pray. I want to think like, and we literally, we literally went to eat and I just felt like God was telling me to pray for the lady pray for our cashier. And I was like, Lord, you're not telling me to do that. I know I just got from black voices. I know I just said, Lord, use me, but I know you're not telling me to do that right now. I didn't mean right now. Um, and he was just like, pray for her. And it's crazy. Cause I told you turning, she was like, bro, I just thought the same thing. So, um, we eventually prayed for her, but it was very delayed. It was very, very, very delayed. And it literally like, we were late to black voices because we delayed doing what he told us to do. We did it but it was delayed. Um, and then just going back to what I was saying, like praying for people and evangelizing for people. If God tells me to pray for somebody, I have to do it. And I realized the other day we were in the lift and I did it. I was like, what bro? Like he, um, the Uber drive, we got in the lift and he was like, Oh, y'all coming from church. Oh, pray for me. And I was like, Oh, we immediately, I said, Oh, we can pray for you right now. I was like, what just came out of my mouth, bro? But yeah. So yeah. It's amazing. Oh, God, to keep using Praise it. God. Um, it's very hard. It's not like we're not saying obedience is easy. Yeah. So it's sorry. Hard it's I would have been dead, though, but like, yeah. if I had it in my way. That's why we still have our examples of delayed obedience because it's not easy. and dead. That's what I would have been. Comfortable Whoa. and dead. Comfort equals death. Camille. We Camille, can't, we, we can't, can't, we can't, can't do, do this right now. Okay, we're going to have to, we have to, we have to put a pin in that. Wait, we have wait. Hold on. Comfort <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be uncomfortable. <laughs> Comfort equals death, bro. Comfort equals death, bro. And death equals flesh. So when you're comfortable, you're living in your flesh and you're dead. To be uncomfortable means to live in the spirit. To be uncomfortable means to live in the spirit, bro. Y'all don't understand why I just got up because the lights just came. The lights flickered off while we were talking. And then when we talked about comfort equals death, the lights flickered Bro, off. Bro, and I kid you not, like, this is not, like, this and again, it's me. a motion. <laughs> it usually stays on. <laughs> but again, this is, this is motion sensor. So if people aren't moving, Bro. we are sitting here and it was off. Then it just cut back on. <sighs> Y'all, we, you know what? I feel like that, that's how we end an episode. Comfort equals just death. Like, yeah. I have similar notes about, you know, del- Bro, delaying you about the ending. No, 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 no. I just feel like, I, I just think we have to end that there. Right yeah. There. Comfort equals death. Just make sure you're being obedient. Um, Listen to this a few times. Yeah. Get in your spirit. Definitely. Get in your spirit. Um, I was speaking crazy. 
crazy bro. super crazy. crazy um but yeah but before i do and i do want to say like i have experienced delayed obedience i'm just like i just feel like i, I shouldn't just share it's after okay. that whole thing it's but okay. it's okay. yeah we've all, we've all experienced it we all go through some we still going through it but it, it, it's it's cool yeah, praise god so um, this was yeah. great this was god this is good bye y'all Woo! <laughs>